You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys, the second best golf show in the world. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith. He's back in Indiana. And I believe we have a special guest, Kelly. We do. Kelly is in Florida, aren't you, Kelly? Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Somewhere between Palm Beach Gardens, Palm Beach, and Boca Raton. Aren't those two cities like touching each other? Is that like across the street? Yeah, Boca <laughs> feels far these days with all the traffic. Every, everybody came to Florida and they stayed. We got, mm. but we're pretty lucky over here on the East Coast. I feel very bad for those people on the West Coast over oh, in Fort yeah. Myers. They got that terrible oh, yeah. hurricane, yeah. I, you know, you, far away. But you boys. guys have had your share, and I'm sure yeah. you will again eventually. But anyhow, both of these uh, folks are top 100 teachers. They're the best teachers in the world. And when they get together, they talk about teaching. And I've just been sitting here listening to them talk to each other. And man, it's boring. <laughs> Only kidding. <laughs> Only kidding, guys. I'm just going for the cheap laugh. We, we have an entire show that is going to make you, if you simply just pay attention, going to make you better. Bottom line, because you can't help yourself. If you're at all serious about getting better, listen. That's all you have to do. Listen, pay attention. All right. Come on. I we love seen, the arguments too. They're I have fun. seen people argue with Jeff. I have seen you people. Bring go, you, no, I can't I bring do that. My lessons to like talk to my students. Like I'm like, can you please just listen or come home, <laughs> come to my house, come, come on out, John? Please help me. <laughs> Sure. Not a problem. Uh, we, can we, do we, are, we are going to be doing, in fact, I mean, I uh, just some of the stuff that I've already heard them say um, have have elicited a large number of questions in my head. And I'm going to ask a few of them because I figure if I need to know what they're talking about, so would you. And probably if I would benefit from understanding what they're talking about, so would you. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. That's why they're here. All right. So Jeff Smith, Kelly Stencil, John Ashton. Those weekend golf guys. Uh, you remember last week, the Juliana lady who said she didn't play golf. Well, she had a lot of money because she didn't play golf. I remember. She, she has become now a fan. She has she has listened to about 17 episodes. And she had a quick question that I'm going to ask you guys later. I'll ask a question now, but you think about it. Okay. She said, John, you and Jeff keep telling people that there's not just one way to do stuff. So why do people keep wasting time listening to these guys on the internet who have only one way for everybody to do stuff? First question we're going to ask when we come right back. Hang All on. right. We are those sure. Can't go. You know what makes me uncomfortable? Buying gifts for people. I have a solution. You will now feel much more comfortable buying gifts for everybody on your list if you give them all Tommy John. Give them underwear. Give them loungewear. They've got everything, and it's so soft, and it's so great, and it's going to feel so comfortable. You'll be comfortable giving it. You'll be comfortable buying it, too, because you don't have to stand in line at any store. Black Friday, those crowds, <laughs> Forget about it. Shop Tommy John's before Black Friday sale. You can do it right now, and you can give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself. I love my Tommy John lounge pants. I mean, I'd live in them if I could. Celebrate softness season. You give the gift of Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. Shop Tommy John's before Black Friday sale going on right now and get 25% off everything at TommyJohn.com slash golfguys. That's 25% off. For a limited time only at TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. See site for details. 
And thanks for hanging those weekend golf guys. Hi, I'm John Ashton, Kelly Stenson, our special guest, Jeff Smith, friend of Kelly's and uh, compatriot and, and uh, co-worker and fellow Top Hello. 100 teacher. And I mean, they hang, they run in the same circles. They hang out together. They know the same people. They teach the same way. They have great time together. And when they talk, just listen. And I don't know. She's way better at it than I am. Well, I've okay. watched her. I've okay. seen it. Okay. She's way better at it than I am. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> right? Sometimes it feels like I know what I'm doing. And sometimes I need you and John to come help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could really make you an improvement. No, never mind. I'm, I'm one of those guys. You, you had mentioned something about you had a student one time who was nervous. And, and yeah. I think that's one of the problems. I think we discussed this last year when you were on too, Kelly, is, is a lot of us amateurs get nervous to take a lesson because we're kind of scared that we're going to make a fool of ourselves in front of a golf pro. Yeah, You know what? It's a lot, but I don't know. I'm pretty chill. So I, I think I'm pretty good at calming people down. You know, I think if they miss the shot, it's almost better. Like I like it when a student shows up and they're like a hot mess mm-hmm. because the sooner that they're a hot mess, the sooner I can go in and fix their problem. Like if they've got like two or three things they're doing wrong and they're just getting lucky and they're hitting good shot after good shot after good shot, I can't fix it. I've got to wait until there's a little bit of pain or there's a need for the golf ball to need help. So I think if golfers could understand like, the sooner you miss it, the sooner we can go in and fix it. And it's just going to be so much more fun. I'll be like, oh, just wait. Okay. I got you. Stop. Let's stop your pain. So yeah. they're, they're just, I think if people could just realize just. If you do it right every time, you wouldn't need to be there to begin with. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, except you just want to show up and some of these people, they want to show up and it's like, we're the bartender at some point, <laughs> you know, I mean, we don't serve drinks out there, but yeah. You know. But Every once in a while, I get like the non-lesson lesson where somebody's like really good. Like, I'm not changing yeah. anything. Let's go to the golf course because there's always right. course management or short game stuff you can do. But listen, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I had one guy came to me. He was a pretty good golfer, but he was just hitting it terribly. And literally all I did was move his ball position back like an inch. And I'm like, mm. I'm, like I'm sorry that that's all you need. And this is going to seem like really a boring, simple lesson, but that's literally all he needed. It was just throwing everything else off. Yeah. When, when you can't get your landing spot in the right spot, you got trouble. If you got to go, you know, on a fishing expedition for a golf ball, lots of angles change, Mm -hmm. you know, club face angle changes, path angle changes, you know, and then you you start hitting it lousy. And next thing you know, you're on this mental fishing expedition for what to do next. Got to try this, got to try that. And sometimes the solutions are the simplest things and people look at you, Kelly, I know they do this. They look at you like, you got to be kidding me, right? Yeah. That was it. And then you just go to the golf course. Let's, you know, they understand that's it. Let's go hit it solid. Let's go take it to the golf course. Let's park them between some trees, watch them hit it out of there. Let's put them on a mound. Let's hit them off of that. Let's go. Let's go make sure that they know how to play again. (laughs) <laughs> right. And some people do just want to kind of hang out and chat a little bit and have you watch them play some golf. So um, I'm happy, kind of happy to do that too. You know, it's what club to use. I mean, half the time they don't even, my students, you know, I teach a lot of kind of average country club golfers. They don't even know what club to use. Like they have like a gap wedge in their bag and they don't even know what it is. And that's kind of another thing that I do is I kind of make these tags for my students with all their clubs and how far they go. And do you even have the right clubs? There's just so many learning opportunities. It's not an intuitive game. 
Apple did not invent golf. It's not intuitive. <laughs> Kelly, I was going to ask you when, when you were talking earlier about, about the, putting the stickers on, on the clubs and stuff, how multi-part question here, but, but how good do you have to be to be consistent enough to have that system work? You don't you- have to be consistent at all. It's pretty okay. cool. Once you calibrate chipping and pitching, okay. I mean, chipping total distance and pitching is kind of where the ball lands. It's, it's, it's great. It's like a script. Like you, you might not hit it perfectly, but it's going to be ballpark. I mean, obviously if you miss a, miss a pitch shot, which is a more carry than roll shot, that's generally a bigger swing. That's going to be a bigger issue than if you miss a chip, which is a little stroke motion. That's never a big motion. So besides that calibration of each shot, it's knowing that boy, if you can be chipping this shot and keeping it lower versus pitching it and hitting it higher, that requires a bigger swing. That's just a huge advantage. So that's part of that process as well. Cool. Okay. All right, John, break it out. The question. <laughs> she said you're going to ask it. Let's go. Ready? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going. I'll let you ask it, man. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Kelly and I both know there's a lot of ways to skin the cat, right? Mm-hmm. There's to get the ball to go from here to there. There's a whole bunch of ways and choices that we have to do this. So the question gets asked then by many beginners, well, how come when I click on the buttons online and I get a teacher in front of me with a video out there showing me this is the only way to do it, why, why is that? And my thought is pretty simple. Why, why does that teacher think that that's it? Or why do they make a video that makes it sound like that's it? Because there's a bunch of different ways to get a ball from here to there. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, is it partially because the teacher who made the video basically was promoting one kind of a shot at that moment? Because maybe that same teacher's got a video on doing it a different way that the student didn't, that that person didn't watch. You know, we got to consider that. So maybe they're just looking at it like I only watched one video and they say this, but I've listened to Kelly and Jeff talking about there's more than one way. Uh, I'm confused. The beginners get confused on that. We do. And let me, let me just, uh, even not beginners, it just amateurs in general. Uh, I checked my email just prior to you guys coming on tonight. And I had three different emails from three different instructors telling me how to once and for all guaranteed fix my slice, which thanks to Jeff, I don't have any more. I was going to say, John, what, what are you doing with all those emails coming to your box anyway? Why do you sign up for that stuff? Damn, unless it's from us. Research. It's research, Re- people. Research? Mm-hmm. You don't get enough sarcasm? I mean, um, self-instruction <laughs> on this show? <laughs> yeah, see, but if I don't, I don't know how right you guys are if I don't listen to the people who aren't right, right? So there you go. But that's not what, what do you topic. think about that? Like, like every you know so many golfers slice it like i really don't have very many of my students slice it if any like but that's what so many golfers do so it's like one of those hot buttons that if mm-hmm. you put it out there people will click it like do you want to hit the ball farther like you can just lead with that and you're going to get people's attention i mean i've seen amazing teachers teach 
opposite things. I mean, like same shot, opposite. And they're both like amazing teachers, but maybe this method's better for this person and this mm-hmm. method's better for another for another person. And that's why as instructors, it's really important that we're very versed in what's out there. And there's not one way that's right and one way that's wrong. There's a thousand different ways to do it, but it might not work for one person, but work for another. I mean, I'll have like a husband and a wife and I'm literally teaching them the same shot completely. Oh, yeah. Like that, that just does, you know, one yeah. time it works for one and not for another. Yeah. Well, now that you bring up the husband and wife bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to say this to all the husbands out there. Please do your wife a favor. Let her take off professionals from a professional. Yeah, don't don't Please. try to teach her. No. Look, there's there's so many things that I hear. Kelly, you've heard this stuff for years. I've heard this stuff for years. You know, you're working with this nice lady, and she comes, and there's so much stuff filling her head that doesn't need to be there. I, I find myself being a plumber half the time and flushing away an awful lot of um, uh, poo. Let's call it poo, <laughs> okay. right? It, 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 just to clear it. And then say, okay, guess what? If your club moves into the ball from this angle and the club face is facing over here, the ball's going to go that way. And doesn't that make sense? And they go, well, sure. I'm like, so let's work on that instead of this other stuff. And they go, okay. And next thing you know, they're hitting the shot they want to hit. And they're like, you made that so easy. I'm like, well, that's what you want, isn't it? You want it to be hard or easy? Have you seen, have you seen that family guy bid, which we have we have the video up at those weekend golf guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Facebook.com slash golf guys, where, where the wife is. So do I aim for the water? Oh, I've seen that one. That's <laughs> yeah, good. I know it's great. It's yeah, a great bit. Again, one. check it out. Facebook.com slash golf guys. We have two of the best teachers in the world. Kelly Stencil, Jeff Smith. I'm John Ashton. We are those weekend golf guys, and we'll be right back. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound, struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack, valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745. And thanks for hanging. We are back. Those weekend golf guys, second best golf show in the world. And they're running that competition again for 2023. Not us, baby. We're going after them. More authentic. Oh, yes, indeed. And we're going to we're going to finish number one if it costs us. <laughs> if it costs us? Wait a second. <laughs> we should probably have this discussion <laughs> off the air. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Kelly Stenzel is our special guest. Jeff Smith. Uh, also one of uh, America's top 100 golf instructors. And what do you mean also? I'm the also. She's the one. You're the also. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what, that's what I, I said. I make sure that they yeah. know that. Thank you for pointing that out. All right. <laughs> just making sure. Look, she gets top billing here. 
Yeah. She does. That's why I mentioned her name first, Jeff. Okay, good. Okay. Too nice. I like it, but come on Just over and help attention. me here at home. You know, Jeff, Jeff helped our producer hit the ball straight down the middle simply by looking <clears throat> at how he held his hands and changed his grip. He still tells people that. He said, yeah, I never was able to play this game until Jeff changed my grip. It's the simple things, little things that can make such a huge difference. Jeff also did the same thing with me after laughing at me for 14 holes. On the 15th hole, he told me, put the ball in a different place. That was like the best three hours (laughs) of entertainment that I had. And then I, you know, I decided it was time to fix the misery. (laughs) He just, his, his stomach hurt from laughing so much is what happened. My face hurt too. (laughs) It's fun though. So I did a little golf clinic the other night for the Nicholas companies in their office. They have a simulator here in Palm Beach Gardens. So it was all the women in the office who like the men are hitting golf balls in the simulator and the women just weren't. So I went in and did a clinic for them. And this one woman who was a pretty good golfer you know, had a little bit of a funky backswing. And she's like, I've always had this funky backswing. So I had like a bunch of women. So I only had like two minutes with her. So I said, make this little change of your left-hand grip. I said, I want you to do this drill for your backswing. So it was really cool because I got this email from her and her husband the next day saying she had played her best golf she'd ever played. Uh-huh. And literally all I had was like three three to five minutes with her. Mm-hmm. Just gave her a drill and fixed her grip. That's really cool. I mean, just, yeah. you know, that's all that training that we've had from other good teachers. We've been lucky enough to be around. You're not kidding. I mean, I've learned so many things from from this wonderful crowd of upper end teachers. And I say upper end, meaning upper educational end. You know, they, they spend time, money, effort, energy on educating themselves and sharing all of that. And those are the crowd of people that I really want to be around because I learn so much. I do some different things on my own. I share that as well. We learn so many things from so many people like Kelly, what you mentioned earlier about you can have two of the world's best teachers and they're on opposite ends of dealing with the same issue. Sometimes one approach is better than another per player. And one of the things that I know that you're highly skilled at is figuring out who's standing in front of you and morph into that. We're the chameleon. We have to be. We got to figure this out. And we got a very short window of opportunity to do this in because the player has this clock in their head and it's ticking all the time. Can Jeff Smith help me? Can Kelly Stenzel really help me? I came. I trusted. I paid. I better be getting something out of this. And they make those judgments so fast. So we have to figure out this player. John, we got to figure out what's going to get through to you. What can you do? <laughs> right? But we got to figure out what you physically can pull off too. Mm-hmm. If you had this thought in your head that had to go down this road, but your body wasn't going to say yes to that, right? We got a little. We're at an impasse. So I got to figure out what you can pull off, make that work, and then get your brain to accept that that's the way it's got to be for you. Because the other way, it ain't working. Yeah. What really gets frustrated is I have a uh, a regular partner I play golf with a lot. He refuses to take a lesson. Uh, everything he's learned, he's proudly picked up on his own. Hasn't broken 90 ever. Has multiple problems. Can't hit a ball on a downhill lie to save his life. Uh, the ball's above his feet. Yeah, he might as well pick it up and throw it. It's going to go farther. All which could be simply fixed by standing in front of one of you two and saying, okay, when I have this situation, what do I do? In 13 seconds, you could make it so he knew how to handle that kind of a shot. Right. Yeah. Like skill, like I do some online lessons in Skillist. Like if you're nervous to stand in front of me, you can get to me, you know, through the Skillist app, which is kind of cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. becoming very common these days. It's a lot of fun, actually. If we get to help somebody and we can actually do it in front of my iPad, I see your issue. I can make him a little quick little two to three minute video and 
boom, here you go. This could work. And then get back and forth, a little feedback going. And next thing you know, they're getting better at it. Well, you know, it's, it's frustrating after I've been through what I've been through with you to know how easy it is to fix that. If he just ask, I'm not going to tell him because I'm not qualified and he won't listen to me anyhow. You know, it's like, come on, it would be a lot more fun playing this game if you had that shot. Those lessons are fun. Like I take a ton of tennis lessons. I play tennis and I'm like, like you're getting better. You've, you're figuring out the answer. They're giving you good information. Mm-hmm. You put your own little spin on it, kind of your self-discovery and you get to hit better shots. Yes. I mean, it's so much more fun. Yeah. I mean, I have more fun playing golf now. I mean, I, I played in a scramble the other day and they called me, the guy who was the head of the team called me for another scramble because he needed somebody he could count on getting the shot on the green. There you go. Like I hit 14 out of 18 greens in the first scramble we played in. So he was like, John, I need you to come and do this thing. Can you come and play in a scramble with me? And it was like, yeah, two years ago, I couldn't have done that because Uh I had no idea. No one had any idea where my ball was going to go when I hit it. It is so much more fun to know what you're doing is right or to know how to do it right or whatever. However you want to self-correct. I'll make my students crazy. I'm like, okay, what didn't you like about that ball? And then they'll tell me, I'm like, okay, how do you fix it? And if they can't answer it, then I haven't done my job when that, when they can answer it really quickly, then I've done my job because that way I know if they're having a, they go out and have a bad hole or two, they're not stuck with it. Like my least favorite thing to hear is, Oh God, it's going to be one of those days. (laughs) I'm like, no, you don't want to fix yourself. Not that you're going to be perfect, but you need be able to self-correct the same guy is always he's always like oh, i i picked up oh. i didn't choke up enough uh yeah i know i flinched you know, you know. No, or when they or wait or jeff when they hit like four inches behind it they're like oh i stood up or i looked up i'm like, like oh wait please. a minute let's if not go there stood up wouldn't you top it like, <laughs> yeah like, oh. just the other night i was up in i was up on the north side of indianapolis and i was speaking at this golf academy there's a bunch of people you know, few golf professionals and a whole bunch of amateurs, you know, and I kind of went off on a, I don't want to, I don't want to call it a rant because it really wasn't, but it was. We know you, Jeff. Rant is close enough. It's about this topic right here. You know, the, they, they have this Rolodex back here behind them somewhere between the two pockets and they pull this thing out. (laughs) I I did this. And then they go to the other hand and they go to the same Rolodex back there. And it's, it's the same answer. I looked up or I, peaked or I did this or I stood up or I did some form of the, I didn't stay down on it, keep my head down, left arm straight, family of garbage. I mean, stuff that they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it just, it was, it's just fun to talk about it going, really? Is that really what happened? Why don't you think about something for a minute before you just automatically decide that that's what it was? How do you know? Does it even makes sense. Is it even like, I love to live in the logic world. Is that even logical? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just hit three inches behind the ball. So clearly there wasn't any standing up or lifting up or. Or thank God you did, because if you didn't, you really would have hurt yourself. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? Somebody tries to stay down on that one after that. You're like, oh my God, you can land at six feet behind it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on. It might be an earlier problem. It's so much fun to, to kind of get people's mind out of the wrong spot. Let's talk about actual real live diagnostics. So first, let's start with the possibilities and say, well, what could possibly have made the ball do that? If they don't start with the club face, I'm wondering where they are because they always mm-hmm. go, oh, I did this at the top of my swing. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I love the one where they'll, they'll sit there and they'll go, oh, but it's across the line. 
And then I go, I can't ever get across the line. I mean, oh, like Shane Lowry does? And they're like, who's that? I said, oh, yeah, he's a guy that won the British Open two years ago and won the Order of Merit. And um, let's see. He's got a lot of money from playing golf and he's been doing that for a long time. Oh, yeah, that guy, Nicholas. Yeah, he did that, too. (laughs) You kind of get to him and you're like, that's not the reason. Talk about the fact you didn't get back down there from there. Okay, we we can go there, but. Come on, there's so many different things that we hear kills. Well, it's almost better when it's not the reason because whatever they've been trying, they've been probably trying for a long period of time or they've been told incorrectly for a long period of time and it hasn't worked. So a lot of times it's just like a relief that, well, that thing I've been trying to do wasn't it. And this is all it is. I had one of those today where he's trying to do this. He's like, I can't get to my left side. And I'm, I'm like, well, good thing because if you got to your left side with that backswing, You'd hit it farther left and right. So a lot of times it's a relief <laughs> to them to get the right information. And when you give them the right information, that golf ball gets better right away. It's fun. Oh, isn't it, isn't it amazing? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. stunned at how many people put the club in their hand, Kelly, that they're holding their hands basically the same way. But from one golf swing to the next, their club isn't even the same one in their hands. Could be a couple degrees left, couple degrees right. Could be square, could be not. And you're like, wait a minute, you're not even checking that. Right. Like, wait a second. But I think the I think a lot of the manufacturers just do a terrible job with like putting a mark on the grip that shows like when the face is straight. I think it's really confusing to a lot of people. Yeah, you know, not to like give Golf Pride a plug, but that's why I kind of like those Golf Pride Tour velvets because it says Golf Pride. I can put it right down the middle. Right. And and a lot of people don't like the look of an of a lofted club. Like they'll take that sandwich and they'll twist it closed and try to make the top line look perpendicular square. Mm-hmm. And that's like gonna dig to China. But if there's a nice mark on the grip of your club, you know, then you know when each club yeah. is properly. I think it's really tricky. Well, mm-hmm. and we're just hoping that you know that Stevie Wonder didn't put on their grips. You know, that's yeah. the that. that's the next thing, right? Yeah. It is we've got yeah. I had a guy across the state of Florida who was a really good player and he was just a disaster. He came over for a lesson and I looked at his grips and his grips were just so crooked. And it literally like he got, he got like a hitch in his swing trying to square the face because then he didn't put the shanks because the grip was so twisted. It was a shame. Yeah. And, and for, for people, I mean, that was one of my problems was, was being able to visually look at the club face and figure out when it was square and, you know, just looking at, at the, the bottom edge, the top edge, you know, front row, it was just like, uh, I'll tell you what, people, we've got a, like another 14 minute segment coming up next. And if you listen and you listen intently, you're going to become a very much better golfer. That's what I'm going to say, you know, money back a guarantee. Hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been 
been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. It is Astros Weekend Golf, guys. I am John Ashton. We have uh, we have Kelly with us. We've got Jeff with us, of course. Jeff Smith always with us. Jeff, I, I think it would be very interesting for the audience if, if you were to repeat the conversation you you and I had a little earlier. You were telling me uh, about one of the first times you actually saw Kelly in action. I was absolutely amazed. I knew that you were absolutely one of the best teachers. But what I did not know was how good your bedside manner was. You had this girl in front of you and she was as nervous as you could be. And your calming nature made her able to touch a club to a golf ball. And I didn't think she was going to be able to do it. It was, it was really great. So I, I, I remember just, I that. Know, but... Yeah, it was, it was a golf magazine top on our teacher summit and it was, you had to give five minute lessons. Yeah. Which, because I worked with Mike Adams, I'm really good with five minute lessons. I, I'm, you know, very well trained by him. And I think it was funny because I, I know these people now, but I think it might have been, I ended up giving four lessons in 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, because I got such good players. But I think one of them was Leanne um, from Virginia. So she's a golf pro, but uh-huh. like all she needed was like a little simple grip change. And then I had uh, Liam Mucklow from Canada. Yeah. And he was giving me a really hard time. So I had to kind of trick him. I said, so it like, and, and I'm having to fit, fix this really quickly. Cause I got a lot of people watching me. So I'm like, well, what would you do if you want to hit the ball lower? And he said, I'd go into the shop and I'd change the shaft. And I'm like, well, what if you can't go into the shop and change the shaft? He's like, well, then I'd pull out a different club in my bag. I'm like, well, what if you needed to hit the ball lower now? And he still just wasn't having it. And I didn't know who no. he was. And I realized like, as now I'm like, I think he's amazing. He was at that time. He was all about, it's always about the club and right, the club right. stuff. You're like, wait a minute. So I had to switch. I'm like, okay, well, let's just teach you how to hit a knockdown. Let's just work on today's windy. And so like, I had to like flip him around. It was, but it was really fun. But that was just like, that's all Mike Adams stuff. I mean, we had golf schools, we had 35 to 40 students three times a week and and you had a minute to figure it out so that was just I've been lucky to work with Mike yeah and it it showed because it was how you were handling everything like you said four people in in a very short amount of time and all of a sudden there's this I watched you adapt to whatever was necessary at the time but how you handled that girl because she was absolutely nervous she was one of those like, oh, my gosh, you, you thought she was going to hyperventilate because she was up in front of there was probably 50 of us standing right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like I the remember, beginners. Like, give me give me the beginners. Or yeah. Give me the nervous people. Because and you know this. This is yeah. what you do. If you mm-hmm. set them up well enough. If you give them a decent grip and you get them in posture, they're going to hit the ball. Yeah. It's just a matter of what it's going to start looking like. But, yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. And I just thought I'd let you know that I thought how you handled each person. I thought that was probably a bigger key than some of the things that you actually said to do it. It was what you knew how to adapt to real fast. 
Yeah, I think you have to be a chameleon. You have to kind of mirror <laughs> what mirror what you've got in front of you and yeah. and you know learn to kind of you know handle people. Yeah. Well, that's that's just it. Yeah. John, you're never nervous on the golf course, are you? Not anymore, no. No. No, I have developed a, a severe I don't give a good attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, and I, I'm pretty similar. I, you know, I played for a while and, and I think I took it a little bit too seriously. So when I quit, I think I was a little bit mad at golf. I was kind of mad at the game. I didn't, I didn't get what, where I wanted to get. And then I, after I took some time off, I just realized like, I'm just not that good. So just relax a little bit, like mm-hmm. get a bad shot. Okay. I'm going to go get it and I'm going to go try it again. And if I want to get better then that's up to me, I, I know what, I know what it takes to get better. I was I was playing in a, a pro am up at French Lick um, for the Symmetra Tour, and um, was playing. I, I have always had a problem playing with people I don't know, so I was yeah. playing with three guys and one golf pro I had never met before in my life, and I'm sitting there about to take my first shot with my driver on the first hole we're playing, and I hit it straight down the middle, which surprised me. Because I'm old and I got to play a little further up, they used my drive on that hole and, and a few subsequent holes. But we Cheater. came to a par five, and, <laughs> and I was just sitting at the par five, and everybody had hit, and we had like no balls in play. I mean, even the pro had, had, had hit it out of bounds. And I just stood up and just, you know, even though the pressure, I'm the only one who can get a ball in the fairway. Hit it, hit it long, hit it straight, hit it far. And I hear this voice behind me going, wow, someone's been taking lessons. <laughs> and it was Jeff. Oh, <laughs> yep. He did. He had no idea that I was there. No. And um, had I known, I probably would have <clears throat> not been able to hit that shot. I did not play that day. I gave up my spot to, uh, to Ava Bunker. Kelly, you've probably seen a couple of my posts about this little squirt. Absolutely. This one's going to be it. Yeah, this is the one. She's going to be, I don't know about Lydia Ko kind of status, right? But she is right now, she's got 105 wins. 105. She's blowing away everybody. That's amazing. This year, she she goes down to Pinehurst and she wins the um, the, the U.S. Kids World Junior. How she rolls she? out to... She is 14, just turned 15 a couple weeks back. She's young. Okay. For the last three years, since she was 12, I had her playing in the 15 to 18 year old uh, or 15 to 19 year old age divisions in all the tournaments that she plays in. She just keeps beating people. I've got her understanding a handful of things. All the racket that she continues to to hear from other people is irrelevant uh, about how to hit a golf ball when she's hitting them, smoking it past people. And she's five foot one. She's 108 pounds and she's hitting 240. I was just going to say, tell me how far she's hitting it. So I can be yeah. really, that's just crazy. Yeah. She's got an attitude. She really? does. Ind- oh yeah. I mean, she deserves it, but she's not shy. One no, she's an energetic kid. And she awesome. likes to give John a little grief when she beats up on him. But anyway, I gave her the spot <laughs> in this uh, LPJ uh, or not the LPG, the, the Symmetra Tour thing. And uh, she wound up really having a great time with the pro that she played with. She tied her. I think they both shot 74. Wow. And, uh, that day. Yeah. Kelly, what this kid's done, and she decided to play high school golf this fall. Uh, she goes off in the summertime and she wins the, the world, the U.S. Kids World Junior, goes out to the IMG World Championships and goes over and shoots uh, over three days that Tori Pines playing for 6,200, 6,300. She shoots two over. Wow. For three days. And then she comes back and decides, okay, I'll play high school golf. <laughs> so she decided to go do that. 
her scoring average, because they do nine hole matches and then they do the 18 hole things, right? Her nine hole scoring average is 32. That's the average. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She fired a little 30 out there at him one night. It's, it's unreal. And then her, uh, her 18 hole high school scoring average was 66. She wins her conference sectionals, regionals, and state. And she wins state by nine shots. Wow. Yeah. We're just cleaning things up, making sure it's just on track, keeping her mind in the right place, uh, making sure she's really sharp on her up and down game, making sure she's a stellar putter. We're trying to clear the road for her um, mentally, meaning not letting other things in. We don't really want to get a head full of nonsense. It's very simple. She understands everything about what she's doing, why she does it, why other people bits of information would be for somebody else and not for her. You know, she's got a pretty clear mind. So when you work on her putting, like what are some of the practice techniques that you have her using? We vary it. You know, some days it's let's go stand here and make uh, a bunch of putts that you don't like, you know, like for example, people don't like the the downhill break away from you kind of putt ball trickling downhill. And I'll stand there until she makes 10 of them in a row. And then we'll move to four feet and five feet and eight feet and 10 feet. And then we'll we'll place bets on a few things. And she's a competitive practicer as well as a repetitive practicer. Sometimes we we make the practice repetitive so that she's going around and doing from different areas of the green and what kind of putts are you handling? And then we'll go long ones and short ones and medium ones and uphill ones and downhill ones and all that stuff. And we have a make it game. So she's got to hit that putt until she makes it. And sometimes I'll give her... 10 putts and say, okay, what's your make percentage? Uh, And I randomize the putts. We're doing a lot of things inside of 12 feet. And outside of 12 feet, we're really just, you know, reads and speeds. And we're not saying anything's going to go in, but yet in tournament play, she makes a couple of 20 foot bombs that, that nobody expects to go in. So as long as we can minimize the miss on the short ones, and every once in a while you get lucky on a long one, it's a good day. All those ones, you know, from the three foot range out to the 12 foot range, those are the ones we're really pushing. Then we get, then we get into the up and down stuff. You know, of course we randomize all that. Sometimes it's throwing them near the green. Sometimes it's throwing it 30 yards away, uphills, downhills, you name it. We vary the practice a lot because we're trying to create somebody who can really do it under pressure and an up and down game really does that. And Kelly, you've played professional golf. You played college golf at Furman and you guys did not mess around at Furman. You guys were always the team to beat. So you know what this is. Yeah, but- it's funny you say that because the other day I was talking about it. I said, you know, I said when we were good and my my senior year, we finished second in the nation and we probably should have won. It was it was an unfortunate fluky thing that happened the last day. But we rarely went from the golf course back to the range. I mean, unless if you have a swing problem, that's one thing. But we literally always went putting, chipping, because you could just make up for so much. That's actually where I need to get myself back out onto the golf course and start working on my short game a little bit more. That's what we did. We just didn't, we didn't hit a lot of balls, all short game, putting, chipping. Yeah, You do all these great videos on short game stuff. No wonder you're hitting. Look, your short game's always been great. Sit there and give us this nonsense like you don't have a great short game. Come on. Every video that I watch you do is your short game videos are fabulous. I hit them pretty solidly, but they just don't seem to go close enough to the hole. So I'll tell you a story. So I have this awesome student who I play in this pro-am with her every year. And she's just an okay golfer, Hazel. I love her. She's a student of mine. So she's probably a good like 30-some handicap at at this point. So we're going to play with a PGA Tour player. So her husband's in charge of the tournament. 
she says, listen, please don't give me a big name because I don't want a lot of people following us. Leave it to her husband. He pairs us with Rory McElroy. <laughs> so, so I get a little nervous. I'm like, okay, I've got to practice. So I hit the ball really, really well for me. And I hit most of my short game shots very solidly. And when I say this, I'm not exaggerating. Not one of them went close to the hole. They were solid, but they weren't close. So then I kind of was a little frustrated and I thought to myself, what's wrong here? And then I realized like when I played a lot, I only had a couple of wedges, you know, I had a sand wedge and I had a pitching wedge. Well, now I've got a 60 and a 54 and a gap and a pitching wedge. And I'll chip with a nine iron once in a while, but not a ton. And I'm playing in the middle of my stance and I'm playing it back in my stance and I'm changing my release pattern. So I realized like I'm hitting them all pretty solidly, but there's just so many options. So I actually spent, it only took me like an hour. I went fully calibrated my entire short game. I wrote it all down and I put these little stickers on the back of my clubs amazingly better get my club and I'd choose my shot and I'd look at the sticker on the back and I would say, watch this. And it was really cool. It's like, it made a huge difference. So I do that a lot with my students. I calibrate their short games a ton. Yeah. It's something that we all do because we know what we're helping them with. And as we work on wedge play, it usually the high school kids and the college kids, they always show up with their lob wedge in hand. You know, the first thing I want to do is I want them to show me where they would use it and then where they wouldn't use it. And they have a hard time coming to me with where they wouldn't use it because they're so ingrained to pulling that club out. So let's think about the opposite version of the shot. So you're good at this one. All right, good. Let's leave you good at this one. How about we go to the opposite end? Let's learn that other shot. So what I do is I did this with one girl that she was a college girl. She went to the University of Louisville and she turned professional after that. And one of the things that she always credited me with was what we were doing in her head was she said, okay, what shot would Jeff hit here? Because I had this game with her that whatever shot she hit, I would hit the opposite version. So if she went high soft, I'd go low run. And then I would show her why the high soft worked in some places and why the low run would work in other places. And next thing you know, she would choose a shot based on what the shot called for instead of just yanking out the lob wedge. And then she had a short game that was really to die for. Hey, there's more. Hang out. We'll be right back. If you love finding those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-1451. That's 800-705. 1451 again 800-705-4051 and again those weekend golf guys have done it for you two of the best golf instructors in the world have shared just a small portion of what they know 
I am going to say something, and this is not to stroke these guys at all. It is for you to save strokes. You don't have to want to be a great golfer to justify taking lessons. You don't have to want to be the club champion or play for money to justify taking lessons. If you like the game, take lessons and you will love the game because you will become that much better that much more quickly. Now, before we get much further, right, we should at least be talking about Golf Magazine. Why is it that they have this list of great teachers? It's really simple. They have the goal of putting out some of the best golf content for everybody. So they they tap into all these teachers that they've identified as being some of the strongest in the, the country. It's terrific. And Kelly is certainly one of those. And she's out there all the time on golf.com and in golf magazine and golf for women and hell, every place else you look, she's out there because she's really strong in every category. Amazing kind of what golf has done in golf magazine. I don't know if your listeners have seen it lately, but just kind of the quality of the product that 8am and Howard Milstein are putting out is pretty amazing. And it is, it's a commitment to doing the right thing for the sport. Kelly, how do do people follow you, find you, et cetera, et cetera? The easiest way to find me is through my website, which is Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, kellystenzelgolf.com. That's kind of the quickest way to get to me. And I do, I do a lot of writing for golf magazines. So I have a fair amount of articles on golf.com. And there's, there's great stuff out there. Click on it, man. I mean, golf.com is pretty easy. I don't even have to type too many letters. I'm only so smart. I just got to know how I can operate in this world. Those <laughs> <laughs> well, get golfguys.com. That's where you need to go. Catch up on everything you may have missed. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys. We've got a little group. We'd love you to join. If you're of a mind to, we have some fun there. It is the league of extraordinarily average golfers. Check us out on Facebook or just back here once a week or wherever podcasts are sold. And here we are. All right. We're going to need your help too. 2023, the number one golf show in the world. Yeah. We'll start talking like that. Power of positive thinking. That's it. Jeff, (laughs) check it easy, man. Kelly, thank you very much for coming back on. It's really great when people come back on. Well, we didn't offend her too badly the first time. I like torture. It's great. Perfect. You guys were a little bit lighter on me this time. (laughs) Next time, a next time I want a little more torture. Okay. We can manage that. We can do that. Get her back on the books, man. We will check y'all out. And, And whether or not you're good, you're bad, you're taking lessons or you're not taking lessons, just pick up some clubs and go out and play some golf. Okay. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.